Because the very next episode, they're like, oh, I think it was the next one. Like, I can't, we, we can't, uh, um, uh, consummated. Consummated. I don't say compensated. <laughs> <laughs> she, she should be compensated. I'm sure his yeah. dick is not good. Yeah, no. Uh, we should con- uh, consummate the marriage. And they did. I'm like, but last, last week, like, y'all got back from the trip and magically his, his dick works for you. Like what, what snake trying work did you have to put on that? Like, yeah, see, it's called tequila. Must've been a lot of it. All right, guys, this is a episode for the married at first sight. So my little brother, surprisingly, um, watches the show with his wife. And I realized most of the content that I consume around this show is mostly women. And so I wanted to get a male's perspective on the show itself. And so my brother and I randomly recorded during both of our lunch hours and it's just us giggling and laughing but getting the um, perspective of a millennial male so I felt like he had a better pulse of what the fuck these people are going through since I'm much older than everybody else and um, so he tells me his perspective on the show as a man but also a happily married man If you just want to hear two siblings giggling about this dumb show, one of them who is around the age of the contestants, then please stay around and listen to my little brother, Jared, and I talk about Married at First Sight. I know, and I just coughed the beginning of it, so I got to cut this out. It's fine. So welcome back, little brother, to Siblings Take on Maps. We've been apart for three whole weeks so we've got a little bit to catch up on we have three weeks of episodes to catch up on but we also have to catch up with each other so what's new with you um nothing really you know life uh life is moving in a positive direction uh work is great had a nice work trip so i visited the great state of tennessee uh and the amazing city of nashville for a couple days uh had some hot chicken some hot chicken Uh. pizza um you're like hot chicken eggs yeah, <laughs> hot chicken ice hot cream almost with every meal <laughs> except for one we went to this nice restaurant um i want to get the name of it right so let me look it up and give them a shout out because their meal was fantastic their wait staff was fantastic it was a glitzy kind of restaurant you know i like to eat i like to eat good um so i want to make sure this is played correctly I'm going to have to record this and save it because the next season of Maps is in Nashville. Oh, is it? Yeah, We're definitely going to go there. It was um, Nashville Bourbon Steak. Ooh, okay. It, it's on the uh, 34th floor of the JW Marriott Fancy. in uh, Nashville. And it was fantastic. Um, I had the most delicious steak I've had in a long time. Uh, all their all their meals were fantastic. Their their wine pairings were fantastic. Their bourbon pairings were, were fantastic. I was about to say and, you did wine and not bourbon. And I stuck stuck with wine because I'm like, I like wine. I know wine. I'm gonna stick with what I know. I'm gonna have a good responsible time because you know I'm presenting my people and my company <laughs> uh, out in the streets. <laughs> so can't I can't be out there acting a fool because I have too much too too much bourbon. Yep. So. Did you go down? I forget what their little main street is called that has all the bars. Oh, and stuff Broadway. 
Broadway. Yes. Yeah, kind of. Um, super crowded, so not my scene anymore. I'm an old fuddy-duddy, as they would say. Um, so I avoided it the best I could, um, but it was hopping. There was there was a bunch of uh, bicycle tours going around, mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of stuff like that. Like, like the prequel to the... Um, bachelorette weekend because we were there monday to and we flew out thursday okay so like bachelorette parties were just getting in as we were leaving so that's what i was about to say that's like the bachelorette headquarters of the states yes so we flew right out um and football's around the corner so you know i'm in my happy place this is my favorite time of year uh, ba- baseball's getting in the into in the playoffs, and football's kicking off in a uh, couple days. And there's no better time of year right. than this. So, so life life's good on your side of the planet. Yeah. How was your three week trip around your new home of Costa Rica? Three week road trip around Costa Rica was, in a word, expensive. Um, this whole idea that we were going to come to Costa Rica, we were going to save all this money is fucking bullshit. No, we spent so much money and we got back and we were tallying everything up and I was like, oh shit, (laughs) that's not what was supposed to happen. Um, like our rental car alone for a month was two grand. So if that'll tell Mm. you the baseline of, of where we started. I would say 90% of it was awesome. We got to go around the entire country. We went to, from the Pacific side to the Caribbean side. We saw, you know, there were really great towns. If anybody goes, comes to Costa Rica, you absolutely have to go to Manuel Antonio National Park. It was amazing. We saw sloths, we saw monkeys, we saw a little bit of everything. Beaches were awesome. So we went surfing, realized I'm too fucking old to surf. My back hasn't been the same since. Um, we went to waterfalls, climbed like the tallest waterfall ever. It depends on who you ask. It was either 300 feet or 500 feet. It depends on what website you're on, but it was freaking gorgeous. I think that's a big difference. Yeah. I don't know what it was. I mean, we kept asking people and we kept getting a different number. So it's somewhere between 300 and 500, but it's, it was it's, a thousand it's feet. fucking tall and it was gorgeous. <laughs> so the thing I learned about Costa Rica is that it's a beautiful country. There's beauty everywhere, but this country is going to make you work for it. So it's not like, oh, let's go to this waterfall. It's like, oh, you have to hike for 45 minutes through this steep ass terrain. But once mm-hmm. you get there, it's wonderful. So yes, you will see beauty here in this country, but this country is going to make you work for it. So that was awesome. There was a couple towns that weren't awesome. So one town, we only stayed in for one night called Hako and if you're trying to party like we went like we went for a walk and this guy on the street had like a bag of sliced uh, mango and he was like hey do you want some mango and I was like no not really and then I noticed within the mango bag was a bag of cocaine I was like oh shit (laughs) oh it's it's that kind of place okay nope no thanks sir so we only stayed there for one night and then my big thing the thing I was looking forward to was a Caribbean town called Puerto Viejo which is like supposed to be Afro-Jamaican Afro-Caribbean and at this time of the month that we went was like their version of Black History Month so I'm like yes I'm gonna see a whole place full of my people and we drive into town the first thing I see is a white chick with dreadlocks and I was like no so not quite the like we had pockets where we got to see people that look like me but for the most part it's a, it's very much like where the white people go if they want to feel in touch with somebody else's culture but I found a 
um, travel agency called, or not a travel agency, um, but an organization, she, it's called Soul Life Travel that does more Afro-Caribbean focused trips. Um, so if we go back, I will book with her. So yeah, all in all okay. was a good trip. We survived being in a car with each other for three weeks. We didn't kill each other. We didn't die. Um, definitely a test of a relationship to spend that much time together. Um, but I think we're we're all right. We're all right. Um, this is a dumb question. I know it, 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 it exists, but do they have a radio that you understand out there that you can like listen to or were you podcasting across country we did not podcast scuba steve has quite an impressive and diverse uh music playlist so we started with it at a and wanted to see how far we would get so we got for in three weeks we started at a and we got to ro which wow. tells you which tells you how much music he has it's an, it's ridiculous but that, that got us through Okay, so you had some some musical tunes, all right. We all did, right. we did, we did. Some of them are really awesome, and I was like, yeah, 80s R&B, I'm like, you, or 80s, 90s R&B, I'm like, yes. Mm -mm -mm. But then a couple things popped up where I was like, sir, what happened to you? What made you download this song? Were you okay? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for nah. the most part, his musical tastes are good. <laughs> all right, all right, good, 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 uh, good. And in that three weeks, we missed Married at First Sight. So we got back and we've been throw, uh, scrolling through the last three weeks to catch up. So that's what we're here to discuss. I don't even know where to start. Normally, you and I have like a template and we kind of go through the template. I feel like the best way to, to do it is just go couple by couple and break down what mm -hmm. the fuck the couples are up to because there's no theme that I could bring together. It's just madness across the board. And I, it's all madness. I don't even know where to start. I'm just go ahead and say it. Say it. Mitch is an idiot. <laughs> Mitch, Mitch, Mitch is an idiot. Like I, obviously I don't know him. This is just my personal opinion. So Mitch, if I ever meet you in person, just know I'm thinking it inside. I'm never <laughs> saying it to your face, but I'm a hundred percent thinking it. You are an idiot. Say it to his face. He needs to hear it. I feel like there's not enough people in his life telling him that he's an idiot, which is why he's become the idiot he's become at the age of 41. So, no, if you see him, tell him. Let's see where we left off. They were, what, just went off to their honeymoon where we left off? Yes. So, yeah, they just got married. They flew mm -hmm. to Puerto, Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, mm -hmm. which looked fantastic it did and i was like oh okay you know like the beach they're both beach people this is exactly what they're gonna do they're gonna enjoy themselves and their beach scenes seemed to be awesome like they were coupley they were fun mitch has an interesting hat choice but <laughs> i get it it's all about sun protection so i'm yes. not gonna i'm not gonna bash him for that um and then they go to dinner. <sighs> I can't. And they're having this conversation. And Kristen, bless her heart, is like, so I'm ready to take the relationship to the next step. I don't know how deep into the relationship this is. I just know it's it's been a couple of days because it's not like day one. It's been a couple yeah. of days. And she's like, I'm ready to... I'm ready to, you know, do what adults do. <laughs> and uh, Mitch was like, yeah, cool. 
I'm not, because um, <laughs> basically, you know, my dick don't work for you. It's kind of <laughs> how he said it. Like, that's that's kind of what he said. He was like, I'm not there yet. I wish I was there, but I'm not. I'm like, but bro, if that was her mom, you would have done it the first night. I understand that he's not attracted to her, which, you know, I'd be real curious to see the t- person he's attracted to, which I guess is, I guess we have, it's Chris's mom, but, yeah. um, but like, I, I, and this is just a pattern of the show with people being not to people they're not attracted to, but I just, the little bit I know about men, I just can't see if a woman's like, I want to have sex with you. And he's like, mm, no, thanks. Personally <laughs> speaking, I can count on one finger how many times that's happened to me. What finger? <laughs> so, you know. Um, and even then, I don't think they really, like, lasted that long. <laughs> like, it was just like, all right, this is gonna, it's, she wants it, I'm here, this is gonna make it happen. So, yeah, I just don't know how, how, how he could come out and say that. Like, I've never been in a position to have to say something like that. So right. I'll, I'll say it like that. You can right. edit that how you want. No, I'm not. I'm not going to edit it at all. You didn't name names. Yeah. We're cool. So. It's just the, I mean, and I, and you have to give her credit for that. Cause I would not have sat there for her to sit there and essentially make him feel better about the fact that he's not attracted to her fucking Kristen is a g because i would have been mm-hmm. like oh you're not attracted to me let me go fuck this waiter over here <laughs> i would have been i would have been out i would have yeah. been out i don't get it is anyone on vacation like hey um you single cool right you single? yeah it's not hard so simple so simple <laughs> it's not hard oh my god yeah she was like it's okay it's Don't. whatever and then she goes and tells the girls like what two days later mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um because they had the little boat trip because i think ben and morgan showed up so they had the little the little boat trip mm-hmm. which was not as good as the the boston boat trip but hey well well uh, whatever um then they have their little like brunch and all the girls are like, girl, what are you doing? Like run, like mm-hmm. get get out of there. We're not team Mitch. And she's like, no, 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 it's okay. It's okay. His dick don't work. It's fine. It happens. We all been there. Like, you know, he might, he might need Viagra. Like we don't, we don't know, you know? And except wasn't that the night where he got drunk and then all of a sudden he was like, I'm ready. And she's like, wait, like two hours ago, you were not. So we're not yeah, doing this, sir. Exactly. Exactly. And, and Mitch's whole thing was like, oh, you handled yourself. Like, was it a test to see how? Because any other woman like, no, nah, OK, it don't work. I'm out. I'm going to go find someone else where it does work for. Mm-hmm. And. I feel like it wouldn't take her very long to find someone. Not at a not at a resort. No, yeah. you could, and you don't have to be particularly attractive. <laughs> like that, which is why I'm confused. Like you don't need to be attractive woman to find a dude that wants to bone you. So I don't know why she's trying so hard with Mitch. Especially when she says, "I want to." That is the ultimate form of consent, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the biggest turn on. She said, "Yes, let's go." Yeah. <laughs> She said yes, and she and she came to me and said, "Let's do this." That is a, that is a, let's do it in my book. But yeah, and maybe um, he's, and maybe he's smarter than us, and maybe that was some kind of tactic where he said, "Hey, I don't want you," or and 
knew that her competitive response was going to be like, oh, really? I'm going to make you. So maybe Mitch is smarter than all of us. And it was some secret verse psychology thing. I don't know. Yeah, because, I mean, I know we're going to just talk about the couples. So let's, just, let's just jump into the, to the next episode then. Because the very next episode, they're like, oh, I think it was the next one. Like, I can't, we, we comment, uh, um, uh, consummated. Consummated. I don't say compensated. <laughs> <laughs> she she should be compensated. I'm sure his yeah. dick is not good. Yeah, no. Uh, we should con- uh, consummate the marriage, and they did. I'm like, but last last week, like y'all got back from the trip, and magically his his dick works for you. Like what what snake charm work did you have to put on that? Like yeah, it's, it's called tequila must have been a lot of it and, 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 and you know it you know it had to be you know uh economically friendly no plastic no no plants were harmed in the making of that tequila because you know mitch is crazy that um, and that's a good point i didn't even think about because if you remember he ended up packing condoms um from the trip like he brought him back to their apartment so mr environmentalist mr re reduce recycle reuse is using rubber so whatever mitch caught you safety 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 (laughs) mitch ain't trying to have no kids right now so you know he's running out of time his shit's gonna be powder and sand in a couple years when it comes out just <laughs> yeah i just picture like you know how lebron james does that thing with the powders <laughs> yep yep <laughs> um but yeah let's 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 rewind a little bit more about mitch so the honeymoon happens it was a train wreck for for that couple in my opinion Great. uh then they get back to beautiful san diego one of my favorite cities in the whole u.s and um they do the whole, you know, hey, let's look at your apartment and my apartment. Ooh, bruh. <laughs> so fucking nasty. Bruh, his, his place is gross. <laughs> his place is the ultimate I live alone and no one comes to visit me place. Yeah. I go to people's places. Like, yes. Yeah, it's just a hot mess. It's the ultimate. I'm a troll. I live under a bridge. Like, how are how is your soap disgusting? Like, that's how you know your shit's nasty when your soap is gross. Yeah. What the hell? He's like, oh, I wash my surfboards in my bathtub. What? You know, there's, I'm from Sandy, or I lived in San Diego. Mm-hmm. I know there's fucking showers at the beach. Why are you mm-hmm. bringing your dirty ass surfboard home to wash it in your bathtub? But also, you're on a TV show. You know you're yeah. going to be on TV. You couldn't even fake it for two seconds and clean your shit. You're just like, yeah. but but no, but Mitch's MO is like, this is who I am. You just have to take me for who I am. Well, who you are is nah, gross. I would have I would have paid a cleaning crew to get Thank in there you. while I was on vacation or whatever like yo i got a week in mexico go in there my brother's got the key he'll let you in work your magic i'll find stuff later (laughs) you know and the other thing that's infuriating about because when they were going through his apartment and he had the three surfboards and living room and i get that their place is small like don't get me wrong i left san diego 
because I would have to sell a kidney to live there. So I understand the place yeah. is expensive. You, he apparently makes $2 an hour. So he needs to have a small place. I get it. But yeah. for you to have your e-bike or whatever in your living room, when you have this whole other space full of crap, why? I don't, he makes no sense to me. He is like a walking yeah. contradiction. Yeah, he's all eco-friendly, eco this, but then... He don't clean shit. Mm-hmm. Be be clean. Be eco friendly to your personal space. Yes, amen. Then care about the rest of the world. Amen. Oof. And that's coming from me. I was I was a bachelor <laughs> before I met my wife. Oh, I know. I've been. I was. I've been to your house. Yeah. So um, yeah, you were at my place before we moved. So um, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it was you know just. Yeah, but it was it was organized, but it was it was yeah a twenty three year old idiot lives here. Yeah. But again, I was twenty three, not forty one. Right. So yeah, that boy needs needs a whole lot. And oh man, I I don't, I don't know where to go next because I was so blown away by that alone, and then going to her place, a studio, right? Mm-hmm. Super super cute. Has mm-hmm. a Peloton, cares about her her health, organized place, just small, no problem. She's got the most adorable pug with breathing problems <laughs> on the face of the earth. But that's just pugs. Like pugs right. in general have breathing problems. So this is the one and only time I will agree with Mitch. We're like, what is the point of these dogs? They don't, they just make noise. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I'm a dog person. I love dogs. I, lo- I love the two that I have. But yeah, the only time a pug makes sense is when it's on the sediment in black and you name him Frank. That's it. Because <laughs> he talks. He's a personality. Yeah. 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 Exactly. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, pugs are pointless. So I will Sorry give you to all that. the pug lovers out there. We love pugs. We love pets. Just... I need a a pet with some functionality. Yes. Yeah. And I think that would be, it would be fine if, again, and she also seemed to be in a studio in a small functioning space. So how you have this noisy ass breathing dog in your tiny space, I don't understand. And it's, you know, I guess if people can go nose blind, they can go sound blind. So she probably. It it becomes white noise to her. Right. Right. Like she's aware of it. But she's used to it. My summer summarization. Oh God, I lost words. My way to summarize. I can't know. <laughs> the way to summarize them is just he's one of those people that's like you just kind of have to accept me for who I am. This is who I am, and is not flexible at all. Which ugh, I, on some things you need to be that way, but on some things like oh I don't know a relationship you have to be flexible in some ways, and for him to say these really mean and inappropriate things to her. Like when she talked about, she wanted to flip houses and he's like, oh yes. my God, why would you do that? And blah, 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 blah. And she's like, hey, I listen to you and I support your shit. It'd be great if you did it to me. And so that's him. He's well, he wouldn't just, let that go either. No, no. Because he wants to be right. He And he he wants to be unchanged by the situation. He wants to be unchanged by the relationship. He wants to be... Mitch 100% of the time, which is great, then be single. 
right. and her, and she is so wide-eyed and bushy-tailed about making this work and she's so wide-eyed and bushy-tailed about marriage that she's willing to overlook and acquiescence to some of his requests but not, not some all of his requests to the point where they were having the party and she got rid of her shot glasses because he wanted these recyclable ones yeah. and so Fucking i jello shots man. yeah i like how her friends are like um these are melty <laughs> yeah because <laughs> they're not they're not supposed to be in ramekins. They're supposed to be in plastic cups. So I see her trying so hard. I, I hope, I don't know. I kind of hope there's a breaking point. I like that she stands up for herself for the most part. Like when he goes too far, she tells him. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's like, Hey, whoa. And I guess if you want to spend the rest of your life, doing that then i guess they're gonna be a good couple that lasts but I, it seems exhausting you know that's way too much work to be like i gotta make sure mitch is okay yes like, if, I, if i gotta make sure my my spouse is okay every second of the day that is that is a parent child relationship that is not a spouse relationship that is a i am your i am your keeper and i will keep you happy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. every second of the day mm-hmm crazy yeah so mitch is a hot mess that's that's, that's all we know mm-hmm. um and Kristen just wants to be married like i said last episode she would have married gumby if that boy walked on the aisle you know so what do you yeah. think about his reaction to her telling that story about her her broken engagement he handled it well. I thought so. he too. was like i would never do that to you and i respect that I was like oh mitch is mitch is human like he he understood the assignment in that moment and handled it, but every other situation, it's Mitch this, Mitch that, and Mitch is crazy because yeah. Mitch has a water filter in their apartment that he brought from his place that she can't see over to see him. Like, bro, you don't need that. This is a nice apartment building. You got what two bedrooms. A living room and a full bath and a nice ass kitchen you'll be all right without, yeah. without your water or put it somewhere water. else that's practical yeah. for the both of you like it's not practical to be in the middle of your island yeah, exactly but he wants what he wants when he wants it and screw Kristen. Like, right and she bends way too much uh-huh a lot right. a lot hopefully when they do more couple togetherness things they'll see that oh she doesn't bend as much or he bends and they kind of figured out together, but who knows? Yeah. We'll see. I think we got that, weeks ago. I think the other couples have peeped it because I don't remember which episode it was, but at one point, Alexis, they had an interview with Alexis and she was like, you know, this isn't, I don't, I'm not team Mitch, but as long as Kristen is, I will support my girl. But the minute she's not, because I think at least, I, I don't know if Alexis is close to Kristen, but Kristen is definitely close to Alexis um in the annoying white girl way where she's like hey girl are you so empowering me or ma'am like fucking just talk yeah. to her like a normal human being i hate when they do that exactly. but um <laughs> it's so annoying um so yeah i think people the couples recognize that mitch is stubborn and i think they're ready to be fully team Kristen. i think 
I, I just want, I wish she wasn't the only one to challenge Mitch. Like maybe hopefully one of the guys at some point will step in. And we talked a little bit about t-shirt gate, which we'll jump into next week when you, when we both finish that episode, but the whole thing with t-shirt gate is ridiculous. And I'm hoping somebody challenges him on that. I don't know. I'm, I've always been on the fence with Mitch. Um, and I'll probably stay there until he proves me otherwise. All right. Um, yeah. So and we're Kristen, this, this many Kristen weeks in to, and you don't have a... I don't have a warm and tingly about them. Okay. I don't. No, I don't have a warm and tingly about any of them at this point right now. Facts. Same. And I, I was really hoping to have warm and tingly at least about one for sure, but I, that's not what I want to talk about next. I really want to talk about Stacia and Nate. Okay. Um, what you got for me? Honeymoon was okay. I think I think he's way too childish. He's too he's not on her level material wise or or financially, but we'll talk about the financial. So yeah. Um back on their honeymoon when they did their little excursion around like the jungle and she was worried about him leaving her to like show off. Yeah. And and she left him because he's all taking photos and trying to be on Instagram. Like, bro, don't you know your Instagram is on lock right now and nobody's seeing this because it's for the show. So what are you doing this for in the first place? Be present in the moment. Like, get to know your wife who you just met two days mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, son. Be, be, be a relationship person. Like, be a boyfriend, be a husband, be a something. Be in the moment. Be there. And he, and he wasn't. But in Stacia's true fashion, she called him out on it immediately. Right. So I was like, all right, I respect you for that. So, but that's my challenge too with Stacia is Stasha, however you say her name, is that because and I and I'm not a Nate supporter at all, so I'm I'm playing devil's advocate and trying to give the kid the benefit of the doubt in the situation. But if Stasha presents herself as this, I'm an independent boss lady. I can do this on my own. I don't need anybody. Blah 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 blah. blah. Then when it comes to doing stuff. If I were Nate, I'd be like, she doesn't need me. She doesn't need me to watch her. She doesn't need me to whatever. I think that's maybe some of their challenges is that she's boss bitch. She's the late, the boss lady. So she's going to ride this ATV fine. But when she started having problems, just putting on the helmet and the neck scarf thing, I was like, girl, what happened to you? And I don't, I don't know if he didn't see that. Cause they kept flashing no, to him. He was busy doing his yeah, yeah. selfie stuff. But I think if he knew that a, he was being tested. Cause clearly she was like, I want to see how he treats me. I want to see if he takes care of me or whatever. You, y'all don't know each other. You, you can't test each other when you don't know each other well enough. If you four right. years into it and you want to see what he does. Absolutely. But you just met him and you, everybody around you has talked about how independent you are. If I were Nate, I wouldn't think she needs me to be right there. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Right there in that in 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 that part where she's putting on the helmet, putting on the neck scarf, whatever. Like let her do her. But when you're riding, you should ride together. Like point things out. Like oh, you see that over there? That's crazy. You see this over there? Wow. And then you guys will talk about later instead of having her criticize you, if that's the right terminology here, or critique you mm-hmm. for 
being on your phone too much. Yeah. You know, not being in the moment, enjoying your surroundings. Yeah. Like you're looking at what's around you through mm-hmm. your phone, which you must well just do that at home because it's, it's, it's the same experience. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. But, and, you know, again, they started, I think that they're, again, I don't know why I'm all of a sudden a Nate apologist, but it's, I would imagine for a dude, tough to go from, hey, we're hot and heavy and we're biting each other's lips in the shower to, it sounded like she, not that she cut him off, but that she was like, okay, cool. I'm setting a boundary here. So, Mm -hmm. cause they didn't, Mm -hmm. they didn't consummate on their honeymoon. Right. And she said, oh, I want to be connected to you emotionally and I want to be connected to you here before we go further. But I, I don't know. I felt it felt a little mixed which, messaging which to me. I don't believe that they didn't consummate. There's no way you have <laughs> there's no way you shower with someone and and don't take that further. There, there's there's seldom there's seldom times that happens. And, yeah. and 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 two physically attract they're both physically attractive people. Like there's no way that that doesn't happen, in my opinion. Maybe I'm just a horny little, you know, horny, horny, horny little boy, but, you know. Uh, so that, we- just, that weasel got popped. I just don't see that happening. Uh, so you're telling me, you and Scuba Steve, you know, hop off in the, in the, in the shower together and nothing happens. And they're like, all right, great, we're clean, bye. Like, <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> I have a very different approach to sex than Stasia does. So for me, that's a no. Like, I want to see what's under the hood before I go further because... I mean, you, you, But you already saw it because you're in the shower. Like, you you don't shower with your fucking swim, swim, swimsuit on. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, you're already there. So there's no way you don't take it a step further is all I'm saying. I think she's very conscious of as much as he's conscious about appearances. I think she's very conscious about it too. And so I think what she wanted to do and maybe what she wanted to have on camera are two different things. Mm. Possibly. But again, oh, I'm not disagreeing with you. I think it's, yeah. I, I, I'm surprised they didn't do it too, but I, I'm no. trying to figure out why you wouldn't. I'm just saying they're definitely lying about that because there's no way you can say, oh yeah, just tell everyone we didn't, even though we did. So at that age, there's no way I'm like, all right, we're done here. Everyone go your separate ways and get rest. <laughs> nah. Chill. Ooh, yeah, I don't know. So because you're gonna be all be all up on the shower wall and yeah, I yeah, but also literally the next morning, Nate was the one once all the guys were together. He's like, all right, who fucked? I'm like, oh, my God. Right. So exactly. If you know exactly. that fool can't keep his mouth shut, I probably wouldn't have either. Mm, true, true. Yeah, I just think back to to the bachelor party where you know, is right now i just see because all those things are like there's no way they didn't do it on their honeymoon but i don't want to beat a dead horse they said <laughs> they didn't take them by their word um yeah stasha is exactly what she said she was she's a she's a she's a boss they get back to san diego they show her a place sterile as hell oh my god yeah. she and she and she was right she said yeah. she is uncomfortably clean and i was yeah. uncomfortable mm-hmm. and i was like all right cool that's you do you and then 
she was like, oh, uh, I'm building a house over here. You want to move in with me? And he was like, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, like, they had the discussion with Pastor Cal, and I forget what the exact question was, but I think it was about kids or something. Because even Pastor Cal was like, what's holding you back from having those, having that talk? I think that's what it was, was having to talk about kids. And he was like, oh, I need to make X. And she was like, bro, I make that and then some. And I make twice that. <laughs> yeah. You know that little number you have in your head? I make four times that. So what's, yeah. the, what's the problem? I make more than that for the both of us. Plus what you make, I think between the two of them, they make close, close to $600,000 a year. Yeah. Yeah, and San Diego, yeah that's exactly what I was going to say. That sounds like a lot, but not in San Diego. And especially, and I don't know where she's building her house. Um, I imagine it's probably not too far from downtown. So I imagine the two of them live large, but she's walking around with her Chanel earrings and whatever. So I think $600,000 in Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah. have 15 kids, but $600,000 in San Diego uh, may not go as far. But, but I counter that by saying this, she's building a house without him. Which means she has the bread to afford it because the sure. bank is like, oh, you got it. We're good. We're going to give you the money to build. Sure. Add his money on top of that. Your money can go straight to the kids. And we ain't got to worry about. So, yeah, chill with that, well, he's, with I that don't idiotic think, thought process. He's, again, grew up with his dad, who was military. And so I imagine in his head, yes, on paper, they're fine. But I think in his head, my ex-husband was like this too, where he needed to be at a certain place. Like he had an idea of what he needed in terms of money, in terms of where he was at work before he thought about marriage. And so I think Nate's the same way when it comes to kids, like he has these checklists of things that he wants to have before he can think about kids. And although she provides the things around that checklist, he feels like he has to do it. So I get it. And, and no, then they'll never get there. They'll never get there. Well, they'll never get there because she's she's always going to outpace him financially. Yeah. So I think what and he has and they haven't been together that long. At that point, they were together for like a week. So they hadn't been together long enough for him to change the vision in his mind of what he thinks he needs to do to be a provider. So I get it. I, I think his plan, what he wants, the idea he had for what having a kids look like. It's fair, but he just mm. needs time to sit down with her and think about it. And I think for her, she's just telling him, like, she's like, I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm ready. So whatever her checklist is, is done. So she's ready. Right. But A, I don't know if she asked him what his checklist was. And B, he's not there yet. And she's like, but here, I'm handing you your checklist. Let's go. And I don't know if Nate's the kind of guy that's like, cool, let's do it. Kristen's ex would have been that way. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if Nate's that way. Sure. I'd have been that way. Say, oh, you make <laughs> how much? <laughs> whatever you need, I'll be. I'll be a stay-at-home dad. I'll, I'll cook. I'll clean. I'll do whatever. I'm good. I'll be right here. Right. I'll do my. I'll do my day trading on the side and make you know, hundred fifty and be and be chilling, and use that as play money. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I get the checklist. I get all that. But all Pastor Cal, and I think all Stasha or Stacia, whatever her name is pronounced, 
um, <clears throat> wants is to have the conversation so that they can dream together right. and create a vision together. He's not even willing to do that. And, you know, when he was talking to her friends about it at the housewarming party, mm -hmm. he was coming with some wild ass excuses. Yeah. Like, I mean, are they valid? Are our kids life changing? Yes. Absolutely. But if, but if if that's a goal of yours and hers, make it work. Yeah. You know, I just don't like, think he was prepared for this timeline. I think he said in his head, he said, I thought we would have two or three years, which which puts her at 40, which is which is what she said. And she's like, yo, 40 is not great. You're gonna have a 20-year-old at 60. You know, like I mean, that's your dad did. Your dad did. Yeah, yeah. But again, that was dad. That was the male. All he had to do is, you know, you know, yeah, yeah. I was gonna use the, you know, check the oil and dip, but you know, so you know, he he didn't do much after that. Um. So, yeah, I I just. I just think his excuses are kind of lame and, and half-assed. And I, I think he's holding on to that bachelor lifestyle because he's got friends like Megan who's like, we're going to go hiking. We're going to do X, Y, and Z. Like, I'm going to be a part of your life. And he's going to give that up. Yeah. Um, he wants to have his cake and eat it too. But his his wife is 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 kind of a full package. Like she's, he, he ate her cake. Um, I'm sure he did. <laughs> I'm sure he did. Shit. Gross. I'm sure he did. <laughs> but I mean, she she she's the full package. She's attractive. She's smart. She's got she's got her own money. Like she doesn't need you to provide, but she wants you to be a partner. Right. Like that is the full package. But, and, and you're right. And I think for a guy, I think she would be a good fit for like a Miguel. I think her and Miguel would have made a good pair because I think Miguel's secure. He's like, you got your own shit? Cool, I have my own shit, let's go. Yeah. But I think for somebody like Nate who wants to stunt, he, 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 he doesn't have the opportunity to stunt because he can say, I made this, well, I'm, I made this. I live in an apartment downtown. I'm building a fucking house. You know what I mean? Like, I think- I live in a penthouse above Right, you. right. <laughs> so I think he's he's just, he what, and I think men face this all the time. This happened with a girlfriend of mine that you met. Like, she's somebody that has her own home. She makes her own money. She travels. She's whatever. And at first, guys are like, yes, we want a girl like that. We want somebody independent. And then they get the girl and realize, oh, no, she really doesn't need me. Oh, well, fuck, what's my role here? And they get real insecure about what their role is. And I feel like he's in that spot. I mean, that that's basically how my how my wife was, you know, when we met. And I was like, this is this ain't that bad. <laughs> I don't this is this. I mean, but we were pretty much equal financially speaking. So kind of made it easier, yeah. you know, for us. There, there but you also that, don't yeah. but you also don't have an ego like Nate. Like you don't have I did. I don't. I. I, I don't anymore. I, I. I was super. I had a. I had a big ego, but not towards my significant other. More towards my friends because I. I know I got it like that. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, I guess you're right. Like, in a partner, I don't. I don't try to stunt. 
Like, I try and stunt with like experiences. Like, oh, look what I planned for us to do. Whoever pays for it is cool. We, we both got it. Right. But this is my plan. How do you feel about, I, and I don't know if you got far enough in the episode where it seems like she's trying to get him to say, I love you. And he's oh, yeah, with like, that 40% I like percent you. bullshit again. <laughs> Yo. I, was, I was like, sir, I appreciate your honesty, but damn, that's me. <laughs> yeah. He, when they were like, oh, yeah, so how you feel about me? And she's like, he's, he's like, oh, I'm like four, I'm like 40% there. He's like, you know, four out of 10, that's like 40%. <laughs> she's and, like, oh, I work in finance, bitch. I know how to do the math. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know what four out of 10 means, guys. Like, come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, <sighs> he, she wants him to get deep. Yes. She said that a couple episodes ago. And um, he was like, oh, yeah, my day was fine. It doesn't really get any deeper than that. And she's like, I need more. Yeah. What is past that? What is the next step besides my day was fine? Oh, this happened at work or whatever. Like, she wants that deepness or what's going on with you and your mom? How can we ever talk about her or, or, or whatever? He's just like, I have a relationship with her. Well, why? She wants to know you and know why you have certain choices. And I think with the with the where are you at in this relationship, I think it's similar. Um, she wants to know, oh, you're at 40%. What do I gotta do to get you to an eight? Yeah, she's competitive and she's the yeah. boss and she wants to win. But from a guy's perspective, what do you think about? Because I feel like that's more common than not. I feel like more women than I care to know have that same challenge with their partners is that I ask him a question and he doesn't go deep. He just answers the basic question. So is that something that you think is like a dude thing and she needs to deal with it or is Nate holding back? I must be a female at heart. (laughs) You ask him my day was, I'm going to go into it. So... Um, yeah, no, I mean, I think it's just personality, really. Um, just a matter of, again, he is a military son, so it's like, you ask, I answer. Like, if you ask, I mean, didn't you trouble with anything today? You might be like, well, yeah, this was troubling, that was troubling, that, how, how about that? Oh, it's fine. I got through it. Yeah. Like, you know, if if you ask a more probing question, or open-ended, he might go deeper. Yeah, Not- I think she's just hoping he's deeper than he is. He might just be that. And I think too, when it comes to like, and what he said was true. Like she's in therapy. She talks about this stuff. She's got the language for it. She can talk about mm-hmm. her feelings and she can go deep because she's practiced this. This is something that's completely new to Nate. He doesn't go deep. Like we've met his friends. <laughs> like he doesn't. I mean, he. I'm sure he's been deep with Megan, but um, mm, sure he has. <laughs> but like with the rest of his friends, I think that's just who he is. It's it's just service, and she just has to decide if that's going to be enough or she's got to figure out how to ask him questions so that it elicits that deeper response. And I think he gets it. I'm going to give him credit for being smarter because I don't know if you got to that point in the episode where he asked her, like, do you, are you afraid that 
I'm not going to be in love with you. And she said, yes. And he goes, well, why didn't you just say that? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's pretty level. Right. Like he wants her to ask the right question, exactly. not just ask a question. Or he but, just wants her to tell him inst- what he wants, what she what, wants instead of making him everybody. Guess. Everybody wants that. I know yeah. I'm like that. I'm like, what do you want? Like, you ask me something, I'm going to give you the answer. You know, like, if you ask me an open-ended question, I'm giving, I'm going to give you an open-ended answer. But if, if you want this to be a yes-no, you have to ask me a yes-no question. Right. So, um, or just tell me what you want. Like, we do this all the time in our household. It's like, oh, do you want such and such for dinner? Oh, how about this? And then goes, do you want such and such for dinner? Why don't you just tell me, hey, we're going to have X for dinner. Cool. I, I'm going to eat regardless. It's, it's, it's the it's the it's the same shit. Just tell me, just tell me what you want. See? Sorry, kind of little. I'm having a therapeutic moment right now. I know, and, and I'm and I'm joining your therapeutic moment, and throwing in my therapy because I get to the point too where I'm like, all right, I'm going to give you two options. Do you want to do this or this? And sometimes they'll say, I don't care, and I'm like, oh, well, if you don't care, just pick one. Right. And my answer, in that situation, if I don't care, is whatever you want to do is fine. Oh, that's so I, annoying. I that's so I annoying. Why? Because I'm pre- I want to make sure that if I'm presenting you with options, that means that I'm consider when I present you with options, I've considered both of us. So I've said, hey, I'm happy with this, I'm happy with this. And when mm-hmm. I came up with this or this, I had your likes and interests in mind, and I had my likes and interests in mind. So I narrowed down whatever choices to these two and if i can back clearly i presented you with two pick one and if i say you know what i'm completely indifferent i don't care whatever will make you happy at the end of the day is fine by me that's annoying that's that is that is the answer that's fucking annoying then what you need to do in that situation is say you know what all right we're gonna do this period period end the conversation because then you're just gonna spin your wheels. Well, oh, I want to do X. I want to do this. I want to do whatever. And then freaking do it. Just say, I want to go hiking. I want to go swimming. I want to go scuba diving. I want to do whatever. Yeah, but a relationship is about two people, and it's a democracy. So if I'm saying to you, "Hey, here's two things we can do today," or "Here's two places we can go for dinner," or "Here's two whatever," I'm happy with either one of them. If you truly don't care, just pick one. The whole right. whatever you want to do is annoying as shit. If that's the case, you need to just you just need to. Mm, I get it. It's a, it's an on 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 either end, honestly, because you need to. Me as the as the person who's supposed to answer question supposed to give you an answer, but if if I don't give you one, pick one and stick with it. Period. Sorry, sorry. Oof. Sue me. Oof. I mean. And you and I have known each other for a long time. We don't agree on this. I can't imagine my entire people, life. People who have been <laughs> together for a week are supposed to get through this. Ugh. Yep. My my entire life. Your entire life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts on Station Nate? They ain't gonna make it. They ain't gonna make it. Why? They ain't gonna make it. She's Why? too much of a boss. She is so far ahead of him in everything that. He'll feel inferior, and they won't be able to catch up. Do they remind you at all of Mirla and Gil? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, because M- Mirla didn't want to do anything. She didn't want a dog, but she got one, by the way, recently. She got a new man, too. 
Oh, I don't care about that. But <laughs> uh, I'm sure Gil, Gil had ladies, so you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, yeah, Milo didn't want to do anything where these two they'll do stuff with each other as long as it's presented correctly. Mirla was just like, nope, I ain't doing that. I need X, Y, and Z. And Stacia doesn't flaunt her ability to buy nice things. Mm, okay. Like, with Mirla, it was like, look at my red bottom shoes, look at my X, Y, and Z, look at my big ass closet. So, yeah. Okay. Um, let's talk about the world's worst couple. Um, Justin and Alexis. Oh my God! I cannot stand those two. <laughs> um, as a couple a or as individuals? As couples or as individuals? I think both. I just okay. I just mm. okay. But more so as a couple. Okay. Them as a couple. I mean, I think it's him. It, it, it's him. It's not them. It's him. All right, you're a dude. Give me the dude's perspective. What is it? What's nah, what's it's every, Justin's it's challenge? Everything. That boy is just challenged. <laughs> is it that he's too sensitive? What's his problem? No, nah, I'm sensitive. I, 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 I'm sensitive. I'm touching my feelings, but I mean, three days in, I love you. Chill, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no. Chill. Run. I would have ran from that moment on. Like, I'm out. Bye. I love you in three days, two days. And because she, she, she laughed at him. She did. She straight laughed at him. <laughs> she clowned him to his face. <laughs> she was like, cool story, bro. She uh, <laughs> straight open mouth, head back, slapped her <laughs> leg, laughed at him. Yes. Like, because that's foolish. That's foolish. And then them as a couple getting in everybody's business, trying to tell couples up how, how they're supposed to act. Y'all just met. All of y'all just met. <laughs> Relax. Pump the brakes. You're not relationship experts because your man said, I love you three days in. Your man's foolish. Your man is celibate and you clowned him because he chose to not have sex. For she and she tells everybody. <laughs> I man, can see celibate. them at the grocery store going, you know yeah. he's celibate, right? <laughs> yeah. They can be walking past the condom. We don't need some of them. We don't, we, don't, we, don't, we don't need those. Saving money over here. We don't need those. You sell a bit. So, um, yeah. What did you think just, about Puppygate? Oh, girl. Oh, as a, as a dog owner, I know the number one thing well, I've learned. I was not a dog owner my whole life. This is recent in, in my adult life. Um, you don't have dogs meet inside. Mm. period mm. they meet outside they get to know each other they sniff each other out they walk around they they send each other's pheromones and figure out if they're gonna work you put them in an enclosed space it ain't gonna work bro but also freaking justin's dog was snarling hard and i don't yeah, know how anybody as missed soon as that they met. Soon, no no one no one missed it what's the camera supposed to do intervene well uh, alexis didn't see it i guess because if if i saw that dog snarl at my little tiny dog i would have removed them that dog said all teeth here's my whole mouth (laughs) (laughs) you can fit in this bitch don't worry about it i can use you as a snack (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. You're a you're a chew toy to me. So <laughs> fuck out of here. Um yeah. Um yeah, that that was crazy. Um uh, one, you don't have dogs on the outside. Meet me meet inside in a in an enclosed space where they can't get away from each other. And then that's gonna happen. And then apparently he didn't tell her that his dog has anger issues. Like that's puppy one on one. Yeah, that's dog owner one on one. If you're gonna yeah. have your dog around other dogs, you can be like, "All right, back up," because my dog's kind of yeah. bitey. Exactly. Like people have vests that say, "My dog is aggressive." Like, do not pet my dog is aggressive. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, just I have people in my neighborhood that will walk across the street because their dog is aggressive mm. all right cool thank you appreciate it i don't have an issue like vet bills are expensive period <laughs> you know well i think and again i think justin to some degree suffers from the same thing that Kristen suffers from where he only wants to see the good let's only talk about the good we're only going to talk about the positive we're not going to talk about the fact that you know my wife clowned me we're not going to talk about the fact that my dog has issues you know he's just one of those people that's like i'm only going to present the good thing we won't talk about the bad which i think is her problem with him is that i need to know everything you can't just tell me you can't have half truths yeah there's no no half truths in this relationship i need to know if my dog is going to be safe with your dog because if because if if we go out and we leave them out together and my dog is torn to pieces because your dog had a fucking not a meltdown because UPS came to the door. Like, what are we going to do here? Well, I think that's why I was asking is, is Nate's inability to go deep, like a dude thing, because it sounds like Justin has the same issue. Like he, Justin just doesn't want to admit his faults. Hmm. That's it. He, he just wants to present this rose colored glasses point of view. And again, he's super flexible too. Because why are you instantly taking your dog to a to a anger management training for two weeks in the middle of nowhere? I was like, where are they driving to? Yeah, <laughs> so far away. And it seems so sad because it wasn't like because I took my dog to like a training when she was old enough, but the place mm-hmm. was like this big ranch and they had like little beds. Like I brought a bed for her. Mm-hmm. They weren't locked up in cages. Like that looked like a fucking uh, my, yeah. That looks I'm, sad. I was waiting for Sarah McLaughlin to come out and start singing, <laughs> you know, but <laughs> in the arms of- Exactly. That was, that was in the back of my mind. It's going to just play in the background, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't have done that. I would have been like, you know what? My dog is going to stay at my brother's house. Mm, no. And, I, and I'll, I'll get it and I'll take care of it later. I'm just going to drop it off at some, at some training, which doesn't need training probably, but I'm not going to do it because you make me. I'm going to do it because I think it's the right thing to do and I got the money for it. Yeah. Like, that's an aggressive move. Mm. And, and then, oh man, they're, they're, I'm going to flash back to the honeymoon again. That catamaran or whatever they were on tipped over, and he was like, I saved my life. Like, bro, it, what? It tipped over. She stepped out the way. Like, like what? It's like, Come no, on. I'm eight feet tall, so I kept the sail from hitting her. I'm amazing. Yeah. Did you get that on tape? Yeah, I'm a lifesaver. Yeah, bro. 
he he like Kristen just wants to be married and doesn't want to put the work in to be mm, married. Right. Right. Well, Kristen wants well, to put Yeah, I was going to say, but hey, Kristen's to, putting a lot of work. But, but Justin just wants to, look, I'm a husband. My whole husband. Oh, where did that phrase come from? Station. I'm a whole husband. I'm a whole wife. I, I heard it as somebody's housewarming party. Someone said it. Oh, you're a whole husband now. I was like, who says that shit? I've never said that. I've been a whole, I've been a whole husband for almost a decade now. It's, it's crazy. I but, think this is a, maybe it's a San Diego thing. I don't know. I've I've heard it other places, but uh, where did that where did that thing come? I'm never never. Mm-mm. I'm about to be a whole wife. What? <laughs> Chill. I'm about to be a three quarter wife. Yeah. So you're a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of Alexis's vagina plant? Hey, that's her thing. I mean, everyone's got their quirks. I'm gonna let that one be, but that's gonna be like in your nightstand. That's not gonna be out in public in that's, our that's, house. That's not on the coffee table. No, that's that's on the nightstand in the back. Because if my mom comes to visit, I'm not gonna have someone. Mom, this is interesting. What is this? Don't, ma, don't, 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 don't touch that. Don't touch that. <laughs> It'll squirt. Watch out. Yeah, exactly. No, no. it like waters itself. It'd be, ter- it'd be terrible. You think Justin plays with it at night? He's like, I can't touch her. So well, he takes he her to the touch bathroom. Her if he, he wants to. Yeah, but, oh, yeah, speaking of the bathroom. So they had a conversation. Um, one of the couple, one of the, I think it was a girl's night or whatever. They were talking about how he wants to talk to her while she's in the bathroom. On the toilet. And it's like, nah, bro. I mean, mm-hmm. but. When girls are in the bathroom, in my head, they're always on the toilet because you, you don't stand to do your business. You got to sit through all of it. So yeah, she said he wants to kiss her while she's on the toilet. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> you're telling me after all these years, if your wife was like, never, <laughs> not once. We don't even talk to the, we, the, the bathroom door is closed. The communication stops. Oh, you're not we'll one of those couples it, that we'll like, pick it back up when you talks, get out. Well, nope. talks to each other with the door open. Nope, she hates when I text her from the bathroom. <laughs> Let alone. She's like, why is your phone with you in the bathroom? It was in my pocket. I can play candy crush. What? Yeah. She's like, why are you texting me? It's so gross. I said, you don't know what I'm doing. I mean, you know because you're in the house with me, but if you didn't know where I was, you wouldn't know what I was doing. I mean, if you can text while you're in the bathroom, you're certainly not peeing. All right, so we'll close this out. So what do you think about Alexis? I know you said you couldn't stand Justin. What is, why... Are you indifferent to Alexis or dislike Alexis? I just, uh, yeah, that candy, that candy shop scene. She, I think she just brings, he brings the worst out of her because she just wants the truth in situations where the truth needs to be told and he ain't doing it. So she's looking crazy because she's storming out of, oh, stay there. I don't want to talk to you. Can you, can you unmic me, please? And, 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 and leaves. Like, yeah. That that's why that's gonna happen, like because he's uh, not telling the whole truth. But I think too, he was also he's like a dog that gets cornered, and when he gets cornered and he gets flustered and he doesn't have, he's not able to think quickly on his feet like me. And she keeps asking him questions, and 
and I think they said that, like where she's, she'll say, she'll ask him a question and then ask him another clarifying question. And if I were him, I would think, oh, I said something wrong the first time. So let me fix it on the second one. And if she keeps right. peppering him with questions, he's like, fuck, I'm not getting there. So he's going to attack. And so I think that's what happened in the candy shop is he he felt cornered. And so that's when he was like, well, this is why you get mm-hmm. off on the drama. You get off on this. And that's why she got upset and left. But your, so, dog, don't, they, but your dog doesn't eat for three days and it's throwing up blood. And Scuba Steve doesn't tell you that your dog is throwing up blood, are you going to be like, that's fine. No. Thank you for not telling me. You're going to flip a shit. Yes. Agreed. And I that's could, what she I did. Could, I could never date Justin. He's too, he's nice, but I think he's mistaking nice for not having to take accountability. Like he yeah. thinks that I'm nice, so I don't have to do those other things. Like, oh, you can't get mad at me because I'm nice. Like I took, I was doing this other stuff for your dog, which is nice. So you can't get mad at me for this other piece. So I think he thinks nice is enough and it's not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I agree. Let's, 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 let's end on that. He's just right. too nice. He's too nice. He's too nice and he's too tall. <laughs> aggressively tall <laughs> yeah let's right. talk about my favorite couple uh lindy and miguel sir you're gonna have to explain all of this to me go i just personally i love lindy i ain't gonna, gonna try and <laughs> fake, fake that mm. and i asked scuba steve i said all right there's three girls on this show that jared has a crush on and he said lindy too yeah, because she's cute as shit. Like, period. <laughs> Everybody who I've been introduced the show to says, says the same thing. She, she's she's your type. She, she's no, but everyone's like, yeah, like she's top notch until she talks. Um, yeah, <laughs> there's that. There's that, but I'm okay with it. I can I can I can overlook that, you know, because yeah. she only talks. Or gets flustered when it's important to her and she's she's not getting anywhere. I Um, have to tell you, I I forget what episode it was we were watching and Scuba Steve (laughs) turns to me. He's like, oh no, he would, Lindy was talking about something and he goes, Jesus Christ, lady, shut up. (laughs) I was like, oh, damn. She gets obsessed about something doesn't doesn't let it go. Right. She's she's an overthinker. Yeah, which she's a self-admitted overthinker, which is fine. Um... But I like them. I, I think they can work if they work on their quirks. What's his quirk and what's her quirk in your opinion? His quirk is he's too logical and he's thinking about the experiment in the experiment sense mm-hmm. and not seeing it for the bigger picture of this can be a relationship long term. Mm-hmm. And isn't getting over in 10 weeks, I'm gonna make a decision. Period. You know, I think that's it. And with her, it's just like I wanna make it work, but I gotta I gotta get him to get over the experiment. Right. And once they just let that be and just live, they'll be okay. I think if they can just live, they would work. But were you surprised that they were the first to consummate their marriage no he pushed her like a motherfucker <laughs> he pushed it hard that was like 
that was his number one topic. They were in like this like fountain type thing on their honeymoon. He's like, well, I try and fell through sex. I'm like, everyone does, but there's ways to go about it. You're just saying sex is the only way. She's going to give it to you to make you happy. She's coming from a really sheltered life. So it's different for her. So she's going to want to make you happy. And that's the way she's going to, that's the way it came across. And it probably was consensual. I take her at her word that it was consensual and it was, it was magical and all these other things. But I don't think it would have happened in the time frame that it did if he didn't like, this is the way I trust myself. This is that. This is this and the third. So, yeah, um, that's that. I'm not going to lie. It actually surprised me when he was having that conversation. A, it came super early in their relationship, but also I just didn't see that from Miguel because he described himself as, you know, I'm the one, I'm the giver. I'm the one that gives too much and whatever. So when he came out and he was like, sex or I'm out, I was like, oh, well, because damn, she's sir. A, because she's attractive <laughs> as shit. I'm telling you, she's physically attractive. I will take your word for it. She's cute, but she's mm-hmm. crazy. And I think, and this is my overall view of them based on the sex and then also based on the insurance discussion. Oh, the insurance. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> is we that, talked about this on our side. I'll tell you how that Did went. you? Okay. Yeah. So my estimation of the two of them is that they're both testing each other so I think mm-hmm. he said I need sex and she said and I think in her head she thought okay let me give him sex and then he'll give me the stuff I need nope. and so they're both like dangling a carrot over the other person to be like you have to do this to prove this to me you have to have sex so that I can be in love if I have sex with you then you'll stop thinking about this as an experiment and start thinking about this as a relationship okay well if you put me on your insurance, then I know that you care about me. Well, if you change your last name, then I know you care about me. It's 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 this it's give and take. Yeah, yeah. tip for that. Perfect. It's just which again, I don't know if that's sustainable long term in a relationship, and I certainly don't think it's a good foundation for one. Like I said, if they will live, just live. Forget about tests and all that. They would work out. I I think they're fun and they're funny and they. And they kind of bounce each other out because she's very quirky and he's very, I have to do my checklist and be a poet and all this other stuff and play, play D&D with my, you know, 20 sided die and all that stuff. So that is them. They could work. But again, like you said, they're testing each other and that's a huge problem, but they'll figure it out because Pastor Cal and is going to go in there like, guys. The fuck are you doing? <laughs> I would love to jump. I would love to Pastor Cal said that. That would be amazing. That's the, the title. Of, that's the title of this episode, <laughs> guys. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, like that's that's literally what he would say, and they'd be like, "All right, cool. All right, I see it now." You know, but that whole insurance thing. Me and me and wife talked 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 about it as we watched it because I was blown away. I was like. Nah, I kind of see it from his point of view. And then, because I, I think my question to my wife was, um, how does insurance work? Because I'm on her insurance. So I don't, I, I don't know how that works. Like, if I was to put you on my insurance, 
are you on it for an extended period of time? And then when this time frame hits, like you're off it, like when the when the when the new enrollment period comes, you go off it, or when we divorce at the end of 10 weeks, like and I and I remove you, you're off the insurance. I don't know how that works. So if it's that way, like I'm removing you, you're good, I'd put you on it. But if you're on it past our decision day decision and and we're not together, I don't want you on my insurance. I don't want you going to going to see a, a healthcare provider on my dime essentially because you pay more for insurance when it's you plus another person. So I want that money back unless there's a written, which is what my wife said, if there's a written thing legally binding that if we don't make it until this day, you're paying your portion of the insurance to me after decision day. Oh, it's if in that contract? The no, no, that's that's what she would do oh, if okay. that was the situation. And, and, and that's I, smart. And I'm yeah, sure Miguel thought of something like that. that. Yeah, that's smart. I'm, I hope he did because that that giving someone health healthcare should should be a relationship, right? Once you're married, someone should provide the other with insurance. Yeah. And to your point, like it costs money. It's it's not a lot. I think when I added another person, which I, my um, ex-husband and I were in a different boat where he had insurance through his job and I had insurance through my job. So we had our own insurance. But if I was going to add him to mine, it would have cost like an extra two, two bucks a month or something to add him to my insurance. So yes, there's a fee associated with it. And so your wife's estimation is right. Like I'll add you, but if we don't work, you'll owe me X, Y, Z before the enrollment period my thing was like bitch how are you living without insurance and why is it this man's responsibility who you met a week ago to give you insurance I don't understand where she got off all high and mighty and was so dramatic about it to say well what if I get an accident you're just gonna let me die on the street and I love that he had zero reaction because there's nothing worse for an overthinker than to tell somebody how you feel and that person give you nothing <laughs> but the thing the, the the thing too with that though for him not to react is he's used to her giving these yeah. dramatic responses yeah. at this point because right. it, it probably happened every day for the week or two weeks so i think they were, they were already back at san diego so it's mm-hmm. been two weeks at that point so he's he's used to that but i see from her point of view you're gonna make me take your name I'm going to need that insurance because I don't have it right now. And to get the name change, which I know you've gone through, is hard. It's hard. It's long. It's annoying. And in comparison, yes, adding someone to the insurance is a phone call and a couple of emails saying, uh, add, you know, Lindy to my insurance. And instead of going to Social Security, going to all your credit cards, going to your bank, going to this, going to your doctor, going like, excuse me, not going to your doctor just because she don't have one, but <laughs> but going everywhere else saying, this is who I am now. Right. Please recognize me as Lindy Santiago at, in, instead of whatever her maiden name was. Ellery or something like that. Or, yeah. Because she kept saying, it, I'm, I've been in Ellery my whole night. Yeah. Shut up. So, but yeah, I get it. Like, but if 
if she if if he's gonna make her do that, you gotta back it up with X Y Z. You gotta give me that assurance. Is my opinion. Yeah. I thought it was a ridiculous conversation for either one of them to have at this point. Like you can agree on some basic shit. Like how are you going to agree on big shit? Like I I feel like it was too early to have this conversation. And again, I don't think it's on this person who's virtually a stranger to take care of you, especially when you haven't paid, you know, whatever's going on with your student loans. Like it, it, and he said to her, like, or his sister said to him, like, I'm worried that he's going to be financially responsible to you. So I can see how he would have reservations about it because clearly he's done it before and it's bit him in the ass so i don't fault him for saying if i do this what's in it for me i guess so so what if it's week four of the of the experiment she's like yo i need to go to the i need insurance can you help me do you think it's time then because i think that happened in the dc season where I think his name was Derek, and whoever Derek was married to, they're both the super. The freckly young. girl, I forget her name. Yeah, the freckly was girl. Was it Katie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Katie, I think. She looked. She looked. She looked like a Katie. So yeah, she's like a Katie or a Sam or one of them. One of those names. <laughs> so sorry, Sam, my friend Sam. Uh, I'm not talking about you. I'm not trying to lump you in with her. Just you got one of the names. Um. So yeah, I think it's Katie though. But, yeah, Derek put Katie on his insurance. To help her out so why can't Miguel do the same thing I think because he's not sure like I think if he if they he said this whole time like and and they're just in different places like she's all in she was in before he, she even met him she was all in I'm gonna make this work regardless of who this person is she's kind of in the same situation as Kristen I want to be married I'm gonna make this work regardless it just so happens she got somebody she's attracted to and they have fun together so yay you but she was gonna be there regardless and he mm-hmm. isn't there he's somebody that's like I'm gonna look at this rationally and, and reasonably and this is a scientific experiment and experiments have a beginning a middle and an end and we know when that end is and I will make the decision for the next stage once we get to that end and that's not fair i I don't i'm not saying it's fair i'm saying it's miguel and what i'm saying is that that lindy is not flexible enough like lindy again being a give and take in the relationship lindy lindy's kind of the bitch here in terms of i want what i want when i want it and you're not giving it to me so i'm going to tell your friends and i'm going to tell our friends and i'm going to tell everybody so that they know i'm going to get all these people on my side so that you know that you're wrong right and i don't like it but they're both inflexible in that in that case in point because he wants to live out the experiment and not live his life to see if it'll work. He's trying to, you know, run he's the hypothesis. Being, he's up. being cautious. Yeah, and you I can don't be cautious and still live your life. Like you're not gonna. If you're gonna be cautious, you're, you're never gonna know if that person across the table who is the right person for you. But it sounds like historically he hasn't been cautious. Historically, he's been all in, balls to the wall. But then he's presented with this adventurous overthinker. And he's got some pause. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. And you realize, and Scuba Steve pointed this out to me, he's like, Advent- adventurous overthinker sounds like somebody else I know. And I was like, fuck you. 
<laughs> but you're right. <laughs> yep. It's uh, exhausting being an overthinker. And I get her, which is probably why I dislike her, because she reminds me of me in the parts. And she brings up the parts of me that I don't like. But I get that to some degree, I understand what she's saying when she's like, this is me and I don't have control of everything. My overthinking, I don't have control of it. I don't want to be this way, but this is what happens in my brain. And I just want to know that there's not an end point to it, that there's not a, at some point you're not going to get sick of it and leave. Right. Which I, I get, like she, she wants to know, like I'm saying, are you going to let this, are you going to let this run its course? And we'll see where we are in 10 weeks. Or are you saying, nope, it is now, you know, September, whatever. And our, our, our end date is Columbus Day weekend. Right. So we're good. We're Indigenous People's Day. <laughs> I want to be good correct tip. here. Good yeah. tip. <laughs> so, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah. His, his friend was like, um, have you turned off your red flag detector? <laughs> because... Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. We see some red flags with her. And I am so appreciative that his friend said that. But that's a good friend. Like yes. if, a, if, a, if a friend's saying, she's great, she's great, she's great, she's great, and she's not, your friend isn't your friend. Your friend's mm-hmm. there to be on TV with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I appreciate it. Shout out to Miguel's friend. Good job, buddy. Yeah. Let's jump in to the final, final couple, right? Last, but... Last but least, this couple, oh, they cracked me up. Morgan is still my one seat on the attractive scale. Still, yeah, I I just she's 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 attractive. I cannot get over how she walks like she has chub rub or she walks like something's wrong. Like, I don't know if she hurt her leg, but she walks walks like a fighter. She walks like a fighter. Is that what it is? Yeah, Yeah. I was like, girl, you ever see a, 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 a UFC fighter walk? I mean, walk, you know, Steve, yeah, you, Steve and I watch UFC every weekend. Yeah. So, yes. <laughs> so look, look at look at a UFC fighter walking into the ring, and then look at uh, Ooh, Morgan the octagon. Walk. He's gonna beat you. Yeah, up. octagon. You know, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> the octagon, the place where they fight. Yes. And then, um, and then you'll see it. You, or watch a boxer. The same shit. They walk differently. Yeah, she definitely does. Every time, even yeah. in the wedding dress, I was like, oh, maybe she doesn't you know, heels aren't her thing. So maybe it's the heels that are making her walk funny, but then I've seen her in tennis shoes and barefoot and I'm like, oh no, you just walk that way. Oh, yeah. But yeah, she is. I think it's the tattoos that does it, that puts her over the edge ahead of ahead of Lindy. Oh, as to why yeah. you like her? Yeah, it'd be oh, okay. Morgan, Lindy. But if there's no tattoos, it would be, there would be one, one A, one B. That is so strange because they are completely different people. They are, but yeah, they got swag. Lindy's got more, more, more than a swag to her. Uh, so yeah. Okay. Uh, but her husband, though, that boy, that boy, something else. <laughs> He's just a nerd. I feel like oh. a nerd that's like the king of the nerds. Like he's the lead nerd. Like he's the in nerddom, he's the popular one. <laughs> okay. He's the cool he's only, nerd. He's doing the cool nerd because he's physically fit. Oh he, yeah. If he, if he was Mitch, he would be the least of the nerds. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but she was attracted to him at the beginning. At the beginning, he, she was just because, like, he's fine. My husband's fine. I'm my husband. He is, he is a good looking dude. 
I have. Period. I need him to shape his five head is doing something. Yeah. I need it to do something else. But yes, he's an attractive dude, and he's, he's very an attractive nice. dude. Yeah, he's he's nice. He's caring. He's quirky. He's trying to figure himself out. Figure yeah. figure out where his quirks fit in that in that relationship. She's trying to do the same. Um, Nurse Gate was weird to me. Okay, why? Um, I understood it, and I. From both points of view, like she is a nurse without having her BSN. Um, but I think he misunderstood it and he was trying to find a place to go that wasn't her because you don't want to talk about the person you have a problem with, the person you have a problem with. You want to talk about someone else and then go back and be like, oh, this is what I think now because I talked out with my third party. Mm-hmm. And this is what this is where I am. Which you and, know, which you know is exactly what I do. So I'm oh, I'm with Ben on that one. <laughs> I do it too. Shit. Like, yo, this is what's going on. What do I what do I do here? And it's like, oh yeah, you're right. All right, let me let me go and fix it or apologize or adjust my thought process because someone else either validated the way I feel or called me out. Cause you know, like look, you're fucking crazy right now. It's no big deal. She's a legitimate nurse, like. But I think neither of them understood that you can be a nurse without having a bachelor's degree. And I think that's where the problem lies. I think the problem lies is that she's, it's a secret. So for, I think if if she hadn't made it a secret, if she was just like, hey, I've got this one class left, blah, blah, blah. If she hadn't said, don't tell anybody, I don't think it would have spiraled him. I think the fact that she was like, it's a secret, don't tell anybody. And they had the conversation off camera, whatever. Mm. I think that's what made him uncomfortable. If, if she had simply said, hey, I have an A degree. I'm totally fine. You know, where I work, it's fine for me to be a nurse with it. I want to get a promotion. I've got one class left. I'm almost there, whatever. If, he, if she had just said that, I don't think he would aspire. Right. I think it's the right. fact that she was like, don't tell anybody where he's like, I don't know what to do with this. This seems strange. Like why this why seems like a bigger deal. From, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. No, so I think like that I get it from both points of view. I'm going to blame that on her. Like you can't tell somebody this thing. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. But, you know, especially if you're going to make your newly found husband to keep a secret, a secret, which really isn't a big of a deal. No one will really care yeah. at that age. Yeah. No one cares. It's not like you're 22. It's like, oh, I didn't finish yet. Right. You know, people I know that didn't finish school yet, <laughs> I know plenty. Yeah. And, but, and he, but he seems like a rule follower. I mean, he's, he's definitely somebody that is like, here's what I'm supposed to do and I'm going to do it. And so for her to tell her him this thing that seemed to be breaking the rules i could see why it would bother him yeah but to say that her trust is broken kind of worried me a little bit because he he was concerned he was like you said spiraling out and needed to go somewhere he said i don't know where to go pastor cal's in california i'm in i'm in mexico let me go to someone i know and justin having to be that person right. and of course justin with his big ass mouth uh, let me go back to Justin and Alexis real quick and Lindy yep. and Miguel. Yep. All on the same ribbon here, tie this up with a bow. They're at that dinner and the mariachi band comes out. 
Why is everyone grilling Miguel over whatever the fuck the, the fucking topic is? And everyone's grilling Miguel about whatever. And then Alexis and the, Alexis and Justin are like, oh, see, he's he's um all about him and not giving anything to Lindsay. Like, yo, that's their relationship. Let them live. They're figuring each other out right now. Your man said I love you, so you think you're a fucking miracle worker? <laughs> like, sorry. Um, but anyway. Back to uh, Ben and, and, and Justin. He 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 seemed to go somewhere. But like, I need to get this off my chest. And he didn't know that Justin would tell Alexis. Right, because so his mom's tell, not there. If it, if it, right. if he could have told his mom, he would have told his mom. But exactly, he was told his mom. Mom, what do I do? Mom, would be like, boy, chill. Break, break up with her. <laughs> yeah, she's you a liar. So I mean, there's so many ways to go about that. I think. They didn't go it go at it either way correctly, but they're moving on from it. Uh, Pastor Cal came in there and was like, "Take down your goddamn walls! You're being stupid." And his friend said it too, like, "Forget." I forget. loved his friend when his friend said to her, "If Ben walked in right now and I asked him if you were a nurse, what would he say?" And she said he would say yes. And she and he's like, then fucking drop it. I was like, yes, friend. Like yeah. the friends are VIPs in this episode. Their friends yeah. did amazing. So yeah. I was like, yes, let it down. There's no she she's done. She's done. Done in what sense? I don't think there's anything that he can do to win recover. her back. Yeah, to recover. Yeah. I think she's checked, I think she's checked out. I think whatever this betrayal is, I don't think it's so big that if they were together longer, maybe she would forgive him, but they don't have any basis for this. She's just like, and she this said it. This was their foundation. This yeah. Was their foundation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that, that makes sense. I think there's a couple that doesn't make it to decision day. And if I had to guess, I would say it's either them. I think it's them. I hope. I hope it's it's uh, Alexis and Justin. <laughs> I hope either them or either them or Kristen, Kristen and, and Mitch. Mitch. Yeah. I hope Kristen breaks and is like, "Oh, I can't take this. <laughs> I use plastic and everything." I know, right? I hope she like <laughs> throws paper plates at him or something. Paper plates and plastic bags and walks yep. away. <laughs> yep. She just puts them all in his house and leaves. Yeah. So I mean, I hope that they make it. I think they could again. It's another one if they get get out of their heads and and live, they would make it. But who knows? Yeah. Um, my man Ben with his uh, his electrical usage and light usage, <laughs> I had me dying. I was like, I gotta call. I, it took everything in me not to call you. I was like, I gotta call you right now. Like, you gotta see this. You gotta just watch this one thing right now. This is crazy. My man says you can't wash your clothes before four, between after four o'clock because they charge you the most. And then, and then, no, I mean, yeah, but who thinks about that? I mean, that's trying to somebody who's trying to build generational wealth. Yeah, you can build generational wealth by washing one of the laundry before four o'clock. You know, he wears clothes more than once. I mean, everyone does, but you know, yeah, shit. I, I definitely do. I ain't gonna lie about that. 
I'm a, I'm a serial rotator. Oh, I want this on Monday. I want to get it on Friday. <laughs> I don't care. Um, yeah, I mean, I told you a story about how I, I met my wife and I wore the same shirt three yes. different dates <laughs> That's or whatever. They were weeks apart, but it was, a, it was the same shit. I didn't know. But, you know, I was like, oh, it's my favorite shirt. I'm going to put it on. Didn't realize I wore it three different dates. So You're like, you know, this is my date shirt. I just didn't expect to be on the same date with the same girl. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, so I, I, I still have that. I still have that shirt. Um, <laughs> it's been over a decade. Um, but yeah, um, his whole you can't plug things in between certain times. Like, I get that. If you're not using it, unplug it. I'm a fan of that. I get that because it, it still pulls juice, even though you're not using it. Yeah. I, I understand that. But the whole no light thing, like, I couldn't do this podcast with the light off. I don't know. Like, I, I again, as somebody that's terrible with money and went on this three-week trip across Costa Rica to prove it, I, if it's something that's important to me, I'm going to spend the money on it. And I'm going to spare in other areas. And electricity is important to me. If, can I do my laundry at other times of the day? Probably. If I have a day off or I'm working from home, yeah, I'll do my laundry from home before four. But right. sometimes it's like, oh, I'm not me, but people who cook dinner. I'm home from work. Let me throw something in the wash while I do dinner. Like it's a multitasking thing. I'm not one of those people. Okay. I will do laundry. Actually, I might do laundry and shower at the same time, which I yelled at for because you're wasting so much water. <laughs> but I don't care. I pay the damn bills. So. All right. Um, We've been at this yeah. almost two hours. So what are your closing thoughts, opinions, ideas as we move through the remainder of the season? It's going to be a wild ride. Um I'm really interested to see how Nate handles station success when they go back into the everyday work because mm-hmm. they haven't gotten into their work life yet. Mm-hmm. She goes all the time. Um, I want to see how that works out. I think, like we talked about before, she's just so far ahead of him that they'll, that they'll never catch up. Or she encourages him to do his own thing and then they catch up together. You know, but it can go either way, but I highly doubt that. I think he's too egotistical to let that happen. Um, Lindy and Miguel, if they can just live their life, they'll make it. Justin needs to stop being so goddamn nice to everybody. Um, Mitch needs to not be Mitch, and he'll be (laughs) fine, but that's impossible. Impossible. like we said before, they're, everyone's friends in this show have been great. Yep. Having real conversations. Uh, even Mitch's brother, when he was like, I'm not trying to this girl. What do I do? He was like, you better either tell her or don't. Right. But you have to make that, that, that choice. And then, yeah. So everyone's friends are awesome. I haven't finished the most recent episode to see who the surprise the, who the special uh, expert is yes. to see what happens, but I'm looking forward to that to 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 see how that plays out because I want to see more expert interaction. Um, 
I wish them all the best, but I have zero hope for most of them. This is an an over five season, huh? Uh, I'd say one for four because I one for five because I really think that Miguel and Lindy will work it out because they're uh, they're they're good together. They are good together. If they can get over their tests, they'll be good together. Well, there we go. Another week. This is a three-week catch-up of siblings take on math. We have some great things in store for you guys. We have an episode coming in the future where we're going to do a crossover episode with another maths recap podcast. So we're coordinating it with them. And once that gets official and all the books, we'll announce that. In the meantime, please rate and review. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, feel free to email us. I'll put the email in the show notes. Otherwise, I'm glad we're back. I've missed talking to you every week. Um, Glad to see your face. Glad that we can recap this show. And I am looking forward to next week. Yeah, next week's going to be great. I'll be traveling, but I'll be able to record. So uh, it'll be a a good time. Be a good time. All right. Love you, bro. Love you too, sis. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Siblings Take On. Be sure to rate and subscribe anywhere you receive your podcasts. If you have any questions, concerns, or recommendations for future topics, feel free to send it to us at siblingstakeonpodcast at gmail.com. Have a great day.